The Last Supper with Steph DeSosa. Thanks for dropping by. Come and sus Steph's Life Spice. All her socials at spicysteph.com. My guest today is the lovely Eleanor Duggan, MasterChef 2016 winner and Probably I could say my personal role model, I guess. I first met Eleanor at my first of three auditions for MasterChef and she was so generous and so kind with her words that day. And I remember her saying to me, she auditioned one year and when she got the call to say that she didn't get into MasterChef, she was saying how she was so upset and she didn't realise how badly she wanted it until they said that she couldn't have it and that really fired something inside of her to keep going and to keep trying and to do something better every day until the next year's auditions and at the time I, I it didn't mean much to me what she was saying it was just a story and then the first year I auditioned when I got that same phone call saying that I hadn't been accepted those words just rung in my ear of okay Pick yourself up, dust yourself off and do something every single day, even if it's just chopping a carrot a different way to become a better cook and to practice. So that's, I guess, the beginning of my journey of a relationship with the beautiful Elena Duggan. Is this a five-headed iTunes podcast? If so, leave a review. If not, fuck you. Eleanor, thank you for coming along today. <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> New mama. I am, well, 13 weeks in, but of course, our episode that we worked together aired while I was in labour. I know, it was amazing, (laughs) isn't it? I think that's hilarious that you didn't get to watch our episode because you were giving birth to Jonathan. (laughs) Hilariously. And as it turns out, I probably could have watched because it was a 67-hour process. But I, um, Did you say I, we weren't sure at the time. <laughs> yeah, my waters broke at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday, and he was he was welcomed into the world at 10:30 on a Thursday night. <laughs> oh my goodness me, that is epic! Are you planning on going we back for another safe. one? <laughs> uh, we will, but my husband, when he asked two days after that, it was probably a little early, and I, I did burst into tears. Was it just? Just give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I remember after giving birth to my first Derby, a nurse came in the next day. I said, can I just sign up for adoption for the rest of mine, please? Because I don't <laughs> want to do that again. Silly me, went back another three times. But anyway, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, the labour, it is just a blip in their lives. It's um, it's, it's only one, one or three days in my case, but usually just one day and then the rest is pretty amazing. Yeah, so, that's right. And you yeah. forget it so quickly, don't you? I mean, you have the horror stories, yeah. but you forget that level of pain and I think the body is such an amazing thing that it does in fact let you do that. So much gratitude for our body. Oh it's such a clever machine isn't it it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So have you been thinking about what you might choose for your last supper? I have been thinking about this and I've been asked it a few times before and I think I've given different answers and gone with some of my sort of favorite foods or foods that I, I don't treat myself with very often. The dish that I've sort of chosen is one that I do eat at least every winter, but not in the way that I would probably have it if it was my last meal. <laughs> oh, okay. So is it is it going to be a little bit more indulgent than what it normally would be? Slightly. So I'm, I'm typically gluten-free and sugar-free yeah. um, in terms of trying to reduce symptoms of endometriosis and insulin resistance and yeah. trying to live 
live as comfortably with both of those as possible. Yeah. So, yes, I would actually have gluten and sugar in my <laughs> final meal. <laughs> so it that. wouldn't be the version that I would usually make. So nice. I'm going to actually go with a really a traditional spaghetti bolognese. Oh. However, it would have to be my nan's recipe. Oh, and okay. um, definitely pasta that is handmade, fresh that day, gluten included, yep. just so that I can get the proper slurp. There is a few oh. decent decent uh, substitutes, but nothing really nothing uh, beats compared the real to the real thing. thing. And yeah. I'd have to have a serve of really buttery garlic bread and, oh, um, yeah. again, full gluten. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. It's I funny. feel like that type of comfort food would relax me into almost anything. And You'd almost go into a coma. I might be, yeah. <laughs> food coma. <laughs> Maybe that's a good way, good way to sort of slow things down. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. So you said your grandma's recipe? Yeah, my nan's. So my dad's mum. And if, are we allowed to are we allowed to order a service dessert as well, Steph? Oh, yeah, yeah. We can certainly, we can certainly do dessert. That's actually okay. essential, well, I think. Well, in that case, I'm having a big serve of apple pie uh, oh. with sort of spicy crumble and uh, vanilla bean ice cream, please. Oh, yum. That sounds amazing. You know, I know it's, it's funny. nothing out of the ordinary, but it is comfort food at its finest. But you know and what? It always, yeah. I think where your head goes when you think of last meal, you think of comfort food and you think of the food that evokes something, a memory of someone or something or an experience. Well, that that's kind of been my experience anyway, talking to people. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I made bolognese last week for my husband and I made enough as you do to have for a few days, especially with a, a little one oh, so yeah, you don't have to absolutely. think about cooking. But even that, I was just enjoying it so much and I was like, I don't think I, I ever really get sick of this. I mean, if you have it a lot in, in a short amount of time, you do, but it's, it, it evokes all of those same memories of when I would watch my nan cook it when she would sit me up nice and high so I could see everything she was putting into it. She would talk me through it all. And taught just, you uh, how to make it. Yeah, absolutely. And before I was sort of old enough to reach the stovetop sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and similarly with the apple pies, I remember my dad telling me my nan would make four apple pies on a Sunday morning and they'd be all gone by a Sunday night. Oh, four? Four, <laughs> four kids and the boys would just get stuck into them. Oh, wow, um, that's But funny. when it was just me and her in the kitchen, she would give me sort of the pastry off cut and oh, all, of the, all of the good bits. And All yes, we got to bits. celebrate when everyone got around to, to dinner that night and have dessert together. But I felt like she and I shared some kind of special little dessert secret. Bonding when, when over that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's funny. I have very, very similar memories of my grandma doing exactly the same thing because we have a fairly big family and I would mm. often be with her all day, you know, cooking or prepping or whatever. And yeah. then everybody coming later and, and eating. And I have, you know, just such beautiful, beautiful memories of being in the kitchen with her and not even really probably doing much, but just being there on the bench. Yeah, top. observing mostly. And I think it's the love that they pour into something yes. that then gets shared. You absorb it implicitly. Like it's, it's, you don't have to discuss every detail. You just, it's, it becomes a part of you. Yeah. It's, um, it's really just so joyful. Yeah, it's such a beautiful experience. So when you say she's cooking spaghetti bolognese, and I know apple isn't apple pie isn't necessarily Italian, but is what's her heritage? Oh, she's sort of uh, mixed, but mostly sort of English-based 
so she doesn't <laughs> have quite a mix on both sides actually yeah. but she and my pop ran a bunch of butcher stores yeah so I would say that she had a whole stack of meat recipes and in terms of making things go far her bolognese was stacked full of veggies but not in a trying to disguise them in any kind of way yeah. just to make it go further I yeah, think yeah absolutely because it's I mean yeah. mine's exactly the same it's full of carrots yeah, and celery and onion absolutely. and spinach mushrooms yes. and spinach and zucchini depending it's, it's a great end of week when everything's looking not so fresh in the fridge if you oh. if you need to and then you can freeze it I think yeah it's the best you know before I left to join MasterChef I left 25 Ziploc bags full of spaghetti bolognese in the freezer for my little boy oh that's so sweet <laughs> I know And they were all gone, trust me, very, very soon because he just, that's his... That's his meal, you that's know. His that's his favourite. Yeah, that's Aww. his favourite. His mama's spaghetti bolognese is just beautiful. Aww. You know, I have a real connection to apple pie too. It's, it's amazing these meals you have. Yeah, because <laughs> apple pie was my dad's favourite. And yeah. every restaurant we would go to, he would always ask if there was apple pie for dessert, and that would depend on whether on what he ate for his main. Because you know, yeah, amazing. It needed apple to, oh, pie. That's so good. And I remember. Well, I have sorts of similar things. Oh, yeah, really? In terms of saving space, so I finish your story and then I'll, I'll join you. Oh, okay. Oh, I just was saying he was in when my dad was in palliative care. They asked my mum what food he loved, so they could give him that as one of his last Aww. meals and she said apple pie and that obviously he couldn't he couldn't chew but they yeah. gave him some some cinnamon apple and they pureed it and oh, she put fantastic. it on his lips and it's like and it was just and so that just evokes such a beautiful memory for me and remembering Absolutely. him when you say that yeah so oh, beautiful I love that yeah well, speaking of the cinnamon it, it definitely has to be spiced and I'm sure that that comes from both sides of my yeah. my mom's and my dad's because in terms of the Dutch East Indies and Dutch Indonesian, that's my Oma and my Olpa. Yeah. So anything to do with apple-based desserts and yeah. having a lot of cinnamon, but yeah. also sort of all of the other spices that goes in there. It's, I've, I don't know how many different apple-type desserts I've experimented with over the years. And even in my semi-final, I went with an apple cheese and Vicky's dessert based yes. on all of those flavors. Because mm, yeah. it is, it's just, it's plentiful, it's, abundant apples grow almost everywhere yes. I think, and and in terms of experimenting with what works well with them um yeah spices really sort of bring them back to earth all that sharp they sweetness do. and they can be a conduit for so many different flavors can't they you can really take them oh, anywhere amazing yeah. yeah i love that i love that feeling hungry drool over steps recipes at spicystep.com so tell me who do you want to make these meals for you um, I think I would have to get my nan to make them for me. Mm. Um, I would definitely love to – she passed away when I was 12, but I, I don't feel like it's ever been that long ago. But I would love for her to be able to meet my son, be able to meet my husband uh. and be able to see where we're at now. And I would love to be able to tell her and share with her how influential her cooking was for me because I'm sure that she just did it as a part of duty. Like um, she enjoyed it, but I'm yeah. sure that's not how it started. Food was uh, a means to make an income, a means to bring a family together, but I don't know that she would have really been able to conceive of where it could have taken, yeah, taken her you. granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Isn't it? And I think my grandma would be, I would love to do the same thing with my grandma because she, she just loved to cook. She didn't do it professionally or for any reason, but she just loved to cook. And I, I yeah. don't think she had any awareness that she instilled that in me at all. Yeah. And it'd be nice and, to and tell just, her. It, 
the the kindness and compassion that comes with bringing food to another person. Yes. I, I think that that is a great metaphor for just how to to, to treat people in general, if, whether yes. you can bring food or not. But I, I'm sure that, that a lot of that kindness, which is how I try to live my life, I don't know if I'll ever live up to Nen's standards. She yeah. was pretty extraordinary. But in, that, that's how she treated people and, and that came with, with a full belly quite often. Yeah, <laughs> but what a gift to be able to give someone a full belly with something beautiful that they can yeah. show their love through. Absolutely. Are you, are you excited as a new mum to be able to share food with Jonathan? Oh, I, I can't wait. I mean, I remember being two years old sitting on the kitchen counter being sort of my mum gave me jobs according to my ability. I could I could uh, throw something in or I could yeah. pass it something, but I was definitely involved. Yeah. And I mean, Jonathan was was on air this year from 20 to 35 weeks. So he's, he's been around food whether he likes it or not. <laughs> he has no choice. <laughs> you will enjoy food. <laughs> yes. You and we, no and we've sort of just started a, a vegetable garden out the back. We're sort of repurposing a, a space and hopefully we'll have some chickens. So uh, our aim would be to be able to feed him his best solids from, from food that we've grown. Oh, we are so a little beautiful. behind schedule on that because we're spending so much gorgeous time with you rather yeah, than outside. Exactly. You have all these but grand plans as a new mum, don't you? Yeah, I know. It's just time, time. Those little tiny little things that you think sleep so much tend to take so much of your time. Yes, absolutely. And I just get caught staring at him and playing with him and I, know. I wouldn't take any of that back to the world. No, so. you just, I, I, I love it when little babies fall asleep in your arms and you just, you don't want to put them down. No, absolutely. I'm like, well, if you're comfy there, let's get you some rest because that's going to help you grow and yep. yeah, I'm, it's okay. I'm, I'm in no hurry and I do have the luxury of not being in a hurry right now. So we'll, we'll utilize beautiful. it while we can. That's awesome. So when are you going back to work? Have you got a plan yet or are you just playing it by Well, ear? I don't really have a strict plan. We sort of, and I mean, similar to you, I'm sure right now, uh, different sorts of jobs make themselves uh, available and different yeah. opportunities. So we'll just discuss each one as they come yeah, and see um, how you feel go as long time. as we can while, while we've got this <laughs> precious little boy yeah, as little as he is. That's awesome. Yeah. They, they grow too quickly. You need to enjoy them while they're there. Yeah. Speaking from experience, I've got three biggies now that don't even live at home anymore. And I just think, how did wow. that happen? Wow. Unbelievable. How did Unbelievable. that happen? I don't even know where those years went. It's crazy. Um, and do they all love food? They love to eat. They all love to eat. All my kids love to eat, which is, you know, when I went to MasterChef, I came back and all of them had lost weight, including my husband. <laughs> my husband too. I oh, could really? See his ribs. I was so, well, he wasn't my husband at the time, but yes, I was I was like, what is going on here? I know. Did you just forget to eat? Yeah. I, well, I just think that they just didn't eat the indulgent things that I was making probably to prepare for MasterChef, to be honest. That's probably why. But it's all right. I've fattened them back up now. There's no problems there. <laughs> Right, so back to your death row meal. Death row meal, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? Your last supper. <laughs> Who do you want to share it with? Who do you want to sit down and, and eat this beautiful spaghetti bolognese and apple pie and vanilla bean ice cream with? Well, I think, yeah, if my nan is there, mm. my husband, my son, my sister, my mum, yeah, beyond that, anyone would be a bonus. I, I don't necessarily need a big send-off. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's quality, not quantity. Um, yeah, absolutely. And probably the less people that I would have to share my bolognese and pie with, right? <laughs> I love <laughs> my last podcast, I said I asked him the same question. He goes, "I'm not sharing my dessert." I 
just, I'm not sharing my last dessert. It's just not going to happen. I really struggle because Eric, um, he, so he has uh, Austrian, Croatian on his side and they often use a lot of apple in desserts as well. So he loves a good strudel. Oh, um, so anything yeah. spiced apple, yeah, he likes it for, for a different reason, but similar sort of from his Oma, his grandmother on their side. Yeah. Same thing. So Your little um, Jonathan has such a diverse influence in his in his life doesn't he so many cultures yeah, oh, what a absolutely. lucky little boy yeah absolutely and that's the beautiful boiling pot that is Australia in general and if we yeah it's just there's so many beautiful strengths and celebration to draw on from all of our stories it's a pretty special place to live I absolutely agree with you I think we are so blessed to be Australian and have so many different influences from all over the world we're just lucky yes and yeah. I think uh, food in that sense is an incredibly universal language. It brings us all together and we all can share something from ourselves with one another. It's pretty special. Yeah, we are so lucky. We're a lucky, lucky, lucky country, as they say. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming in and sharing your memories and giving up your time with your little baby, Jonathan, even though I know he's sitting on your lap, but still. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just started to stir, so he must know. He must know that we're wrapping up. And it's time to go. He's for us. (laughs) Is this a five-headed iTunes podcast? If so, leave a review. If not, fuck you.